0: Welcome back to the Highland Street Sports Podcast. My name is Andrew. I'm here with my co-host Garrett. What an eventful week 16 leading into the last week of the season. Oh, no. No, we have,
1: another we, have, week? we have two weeks to go. The never-ending season continues.
0: Second to last week of fantasy or actual football. Sorry, I got fantasy on my mind after this actually good football weekend.
1: Can we just get to the NBA already? I'm done with football. I can't take this anymore. I'm loving it. I the just some of these teams are so pathetic. Like they just don't deserve to be playing at this point. That's how I feel. I really do feel that way. You know, I think you might be right.
0: I, I I'm a little over football. I'm ready for playoff football more than yeah, anything else.
1: I, like I loved the. I thought I was gonna love the 17 game season, and I'm kind of at the point now where like it's it's too much. Like 16 was the right number. We're gonna have all these nine and eight. Weird records that I don't understand. Your dumb team is gonna not have a losing record because somehow they're gonna pull it off and go eight eight and one. And I'm gonna beat the Browns this week. Yeah, right. You'll beat the Browns this week and then you'll lose in your week eighteen game and you'll go eight eight and one. Like you just will. Never had a losing season. In the yeah, right. Time. And I'm gonna have to listen to that crap again. Just saying.
0: But guys, we have a uh, an eventful podcast. for You guys, uh, no no bullshit. No, we're gonna jump right into this. Uh, schedule for this podcast, we're gonna have we're gonna have a draft. Start it off. Our all time offense and our all time defense. Start that off. After that, we're going to do Pro Bowl snubs because there are a few good people we want to talk about. Talk about maybe a few games in between that. There's not a lot we need to say. Um, I think
1: I really just want to talk about two specific things that are currently related to the NFL. And other than that, I think you guys got the gist. I think if you watched week seven or week 16, right? Week 16, like. You understand what happened. You understand what teams did wrong. I don't need to sit here and tell you about that. I would rather talk about this question that was posed to us. Who, if you're doing a draft of two people, who are the best starters in NFL history?
0: Yep. And then, as always, we're going to finish it off with the best sports segment in podcasting history now? Is this the best segment in history?
1: I mean, this is the best podcast in history, so like you said, number like, one, We're better than Oprah, we're better than You know, we're I'm better than Joe Rogan, like call it.
0: Kind of upset they do these streamies every single year for like like influencers and we weren't nominated for one. Either. They're just jealous. I
1: mean, got to be. That's because they didn't want us to run away with the voting. Joe like, Rogan who? Yeah, I don't even know who that guy is. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so we're going to do our all-time teams first. I wanted to ask you how did you go about doing this? Like, so for w-
0: the most part I uh I went off of my favorite players.
1: Okay. Favorite players. That's that was your
0: But uh I kind of based off based my choosing off of like my favorite players. I uh so like I in some aspects of the game I do not have the best player at their respective position, but these are guys that in my years of football and I will say I have not I'm not as knowledgeable as all of the old timer players as you are i know the names but a lot of them i don't like the offensive line is kind of just guys that i've heard playing madden and watching the little bit of football documentaries i've watched and all of this so that's kind of what i based it off of i i feel like you're gonna have the more the, the the better of the players but i think i have the names more than more than you will
1: so you mentioned football docs did you watch the madden doc i have not yet it was really good i really enjoyed that it was fun just to hear John do the boom. <laughs> like, I really love that part. It was awesome. If you haven't watched the Madden documentary yet, hopefully you can get to see it. Really good stuff. Um,
0: Speaking of, just going to start it off. We've just given each other the kickers that we like and the coaches that we like. Garrett gets Bill Belichick. I'm going to take John Madden, and I want Justin Tucker as my kicker, and he can have Adam Minnitari. So sounds good to me. And I'm oh, good with I that. get Johnny Hecker, and you
1: get uh, Shane Leckler. Yeah, I think punter. Shane Leckler is the best punter ever. Um, okay, so... The way I went about gathering the players for this, I basically went to the Hall of Fame website and I tried to stick with all Hall of Famers. I have some guys in here that I believe are Hall of Famers and are not currently in yet, and I have a few current players that will eventually get in. Yes. So, but for the most part, I'm going to try to pick the best possible team, but there is going to be some preferences to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are you are you set? Are you all ready for this? Yeah, I'm good to go. So all we're right. gonna we're gonna flip a coin. We're gonna do offensive picks first. Um,
0: so winner of this coin flip gets to choose which side of the ball they would like the first pick for.
1: What do you want? I called heads. All I right. want heads. Way to hit it on the floor so that nobody can see it directly. Is it tails? It is heads. Oh, thank God! I want Fuck. the I want the first defensive pick. You can start us off on the offensive side of the ball. I'm real. god yeah. damn so it. earlier today guys I texted Andrew and I said hey by the way I want the first defensive pick and he's like whoa 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 no <laughs> I want the first defensive pick and I'm like well you can have the first offensive pick and he's like no I want defensive like no question
0: okay so we're gonna start off with offense but I'm just gonna write Lawrence Taylor
1: yeah you could just write him down that's the first pick on defense like I have him
0: so I had a hard time distinguishing like which what kind of position I wanted to take first for my offense. I'm, I'm not taking a quarterback, saying it, even though that's like
1: the most important position on the field. And you're right to do so. There's no yeah. reason to take quarterback first because if you take one, I'm just going to sit on it and not take yes.
0: one. Um, but the, the names that were running through my head, and people are going to be like, oh, why are you saying this? Well, these are just notable names. Um, Jim Brown is the best running back, fullback of all time. He was a notable name. Um, Oh really
1: all right well we'll discuss running back and fullback when we get there then
0: I uh but I think the obvious answer is the best wide receiver of all time and I don't I think it's a little bit close I do think Randy Moss is the most talented wide receiver of all time but I think Jerry Rice by far is the best wide receiver of all time so
1: I'm going to take Jerry Rice as my first pick yeah so I mean um I mean Jerry Rice statistically longevity longevity he's got the rings I, most people consider Jerry Rice the best wide receiver, and some people consider him the best football player of all time. Uh, I'm glad you took Jerry Rice because that leaves my personal Oh, we're number doing 12 one. personnel, by the way. Oh, yes, this is going to be 12 personnel. And then so
0: defensive, I have a 4-3 f- uh, and you have a... Uh, I'm doing 4-3 also, okay. yeah.
1: Um, but anyways, you took the guy that most people consider the best wide receiver of all time. I'm going to stay on the wide receiver pick Randy Moss, in my opinion, is the greatest wide receiver to ever play the game of football. 1998 and 2007, I think, are the two greatest seasons a wide receiver's... I understand Megatron's season, Cooper Cup's having a great one, Jerry had some great ones. No, 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 no. 2007, 1998, two best seasons a wide receiver's ever had. Randy Moss, take the top off the defense, give me that guy. Okay,
0: so I don't fault you for that. I, uh, like I said, I, I think Randy Moss is the most talented wide receiver of all time but I do think Jerry Rice as I said is is better. Um I'm going to stick with the wide receiver. Let me just I I I need this guy. He is he's one of the guys that really got me into football. Um I'm going I'm just going to take Megatron. I hate Calvin, – Calvin I'm a little disappointed. Calvin I, Johnson is my favorite wide receiver of all time. I uh, So I just need that guy on my team. Even I was kind of you hoping you'd go somewhere else. You can wait until the end to take a wide receiver now. I will be doing but that. But I now. Uh, I really – I don't care. This is just – I have the best wide receiver core of all, <laughs> all time. Granted, so will you because you're probably going to take T.O.,
1: I yeah, assume. We'll see. But uh, So I'm going to jump to a different position, obviously, because you're not taking any more wide receivers so I got Tom Brady's second best weapon of all time. I'm going to take his first best weapon of all time. I'm taking Rob Gronkowski. He's the best tight end ever. Blocking, pass catching, deep threat, clutch. Give me that, dude. I got Gronk. Yeah. That I'm, was a no-brainer I'm for me. I'm looking at
0: my notes of this, and next to my tight end, who I will tell you right now, I have Tony Gonzalez Obviously. written down. I said, last, in quotation marks, because I knew you were going to take so, Gronk.
1: I was worried that you might swipe Gronk from me because you would just do that to spite me and then make me have to pick Tony Gonzalez. I didn't even write Tony down. I wrote Shannon Sharp because I refused <laughs> to take Tony Gonzalez. I side with big play Shea. He's my guy. So if you took Gronk, I was taking Sharp. Okay. Like, no question. You could have had Tony the entire time.
0: All right. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Next. I think I'm going to go
1: fullback. Okay. And I'm going to take Jim Brown. Okay. I... I get you doing that. I think that's a smart move because he was also who I would have taken. Uh, there's some other guys that are notable. Remember, guys, uh, fullback position has changed throughout the years. Jim Brown nowadays would be a running back, but because of the way that the NFL was back then, he played fullback, and he technically is in the Hall of Fame as a fullback.
0: And he is the greatest running back fullback of all time. I disagree
1: with you. Okay, I disagree that he's the greatest running back of all time. Like, You've, I think nostalgia-wise... I think it's Walter Payton, but I think there's a discussion for a few other people. Okay. I think if Barry Sanders had, uh, you know, had decided he wanted to play a little longer, yeah, you'd talk about Barry. I think Marshall Falk is one of the most underrated players in NFL history. Um, you know, you can go on. Like people, I think Emmett Smith's a little overrated. He ran behind the most incredible line in history. So personally, it's, you know, it's not Jim Brown for me. He's up there. But he's a little nostalgic. O.J. Simpson gets absolutely zero love in that conversation. O.J. Simpson was the man. Like, he broke all of Jim Brown's records. He, and he did it in a shorter amount of time. Like, yeah. O.J. was the man. Um, all right, so you went to a different spot than I thought you were going to go to. And you had the first pick on offense. So that means I'm kind of ahead of where I want to be. I'm going to take Tom Brady now so that I have him. I, I Were you going to take him? I have... Next to my quarterback, who
0: I have Joe Montana written down, I said That's last. That's disgusting. Because I was going to let you take Tom Brady early oh, in the draft. Oh, man. And that, wait. That
1: bums me out. Well, so you took Jim Brown, who was going to be my pick. So I figured I'd just get Brady because I didn't know if you were going to go that direction. So to when be-
0: when I changed the rules this morning to draft style over us just making our best lineup, because I would said if we just make our best lineups, it's going to be very consistent and kind of just a waste of time in my opinion because we're just it's the same thing over and over and over again so I said let's draft because it makes it a little bit more competitive makes it not as consistent we can debate a little bit and I said right then and there when I had said that Tom Brady will not be on my list because I will let you take him early I will let you fuck
1: yourself so I wasn't going to take him early but just because you took Brown and you kind of went out of my order and I have the second pick I can do that now and just get him because it is what it is so you consider Joe Montana the second best ever, I'm guessing?
0: First quarterback that came to mind, I will be honest,
1: was Aaron Rodgers. Really? I like- okay, so I like that because when I was making this team, I was trying to make it make sense. And the first quarterback that comes to mind for me is the second best ever is Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Peyton with Randy and Gronk and who my second wide receiver is going to be. I'm kind of like, I don't like that. My second, my uh, my backup quarterback choice was going to be Dan Marino. So,
0: if you had the first pick, my assumption was that you were going to take Jerry Rice.
1: Yeah, it was nev- It was never going to happen. I, I think okay. Randy's the best ever. So,
0: I had thought that with a wide receiver core of Randy Moss and Calvin Johnson, why wouldn't I want the guy that can throw the ball a mile and just say the, t- the t- two of the best jump ball wide receivers, the two best jump ball yeah, wide receivers ba- of all well, time? Well,
1: no, 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 no randy and megatron but jerry's no
0: i'm saying sp- i thought i would have had randy oh 1st okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. i'd say all right i'd have randy moss and calvin johnson let me get the guy that can chuck it a mile and aaron Rodgers. but now that i have jerry rice i mean i'll tell you now it's going to be joe montana is probably okay. gonna be my quarterback
1: i had basically the same thought and i was going to go John- dan marino because i've always said if dan marino played now he'd be the best quarterback of all time like he'd have 65 touchdowns every year that dude was insane doing it on a just with nobodies and in an era where they didn't throw it as much, I think Dan Marino is completely underrated in his career. And, like, I would have just rather have had him than basically anybody else. I mean, Manning, I would have taken Manning, but again, I have Randy and I have Gronk, and I'm, my other wide receiver is going to be a, another guy like that. Like, I definitely want Marino. Fit it into any window, throw it from every angle, give me that guy. So I'm going to go
0: a different route and let the skill position just come to me the last one that i realistically can take um i'm gonna take i think the most important position on the offensive line and i'm gonna take anthony muñoz as my left tackle
1: okay Uh, yeah i kind of figured that he'd be the first tackle off the board um great career great pass blocker and run blocker like a lot of these guys when i was going through i'm like okay he was really dominant in the run he was really dominant in the pass. like muñoz was everything he was awesome i think he's probably the best tackle ever there's a couple guys that might fall into his category, but he's probably the best. So I'm going to go offensive line also. I'm going to take the best guard, in my opinion, in NFL history. I'm going to take John Hanna, uh, Hall of Famer, New England Patriots, 70s and 80s. Uh, I think he was. I think he's the best guard of all time, and it's not close and just dominant. Okay. Um, honestly, wasn't on my list. I, I'm surprised that you didn't find him. Oh, I, I found him. Okay, but you didn't put him down. Nope. Okay.
0: Um All right. I'm I'm gonna go to right tackle now as well. I'm just gonna set my edges. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Jonathan Ogden
1: as okay. my right tackle. All right, I'm kinda glad you did that. I have him written down, but he wasn't my number one or my number two, so I appreciate you doing that for me. You're making it easy. Oh yeah, no problem. I love it. And now I can sit on tackle. I love that. I'm gonna stick right with the guard. Make sure I get the two guys that I wanted. I'm going, Larry Allen.
0: Fuck. Oh, he
1: was. He was the one. Fuck. Yes. Oh my god, I'm so happy right now. Yes. Okay. So have you seen the clip of him against the Colts in like '98? I don't think so. there's a clip of John Madden's calling the game, and he's like, "Check out Larry Allen on this drive. He just. I think it's Sean Ellison is the guy he's going up against." And on like six straight plays, they run the ball behind Larry Allen and he just absolutely decimates Sean Ellison like six times in a row. He's a Hall of Fame guard. Like I mean, he's one of the greatest ever. The dude is maybe the most physically gifted human being in history. Like six foot seven, three hundred and sixty pounds, <sighs> and just could run like a gazelle. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I stole him from you. I you said, I wonder if this guy's on your list, and I'm like, oh, please don't let it be Larry Allen. Like it's another is, Larry. Oh, um, okay. Very Little is the other. Very Little, yes. Yeah, I was yeah. going to
0: run the Larrys at my guards.
1: I like it. Larry Little also made my list. He would have been on there. Um, okay, good pick. Shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right, good for you. Oh, I'm, I'm so happy. So I'm just going to take my running back then. I, uh, oh, you, okay. You had mentioned him earlier about leaving
1: the game too early. Oh, you're taking Barry. This is my... So you're going to have Barry and Jim Brown in the backfield. This is
0: my favorite. I My two favorite players at their respective positions are both Lions players, and it's Barry Sanders. Damn. Yes. it is. Damn. It's just... I'm going to have the best running back room of all time. Oh, my God.
1: I don't even know if I can compete with that. Like... Oh, that really upsets me. And I have the two best
0: tackles, I think, of two of the best tackles of all time blocking. So, like, here's
1: what kills me on that, is I'm thinking about the team I'm building, and I'm like, all right, so I'm good up the middle. I got the two best guards, in my opinion, in NFL history. I have Randy and Gronk, and I got Brady. Who would be the most perfect running back to match with Tom Brady? Barry Sanders, like, obviously. And I don't have him... Oh my god, that really depresses me. I'm really upset by that. Um okay, this is this is tough because now I'm kind of in a situation where you still have to pick a tight end and I don't and you have both your receivers. Did you have both your receivers? I guess to do. Yeah, you have both yours. So, so I need
0: I need guards, center, tight end.
1: You need I need running back, tackles, fullback, tackles, center and center, running back, fullback and, and one wide, wide receiver. receiver. Yeah. So I'm basically, like I can go wherever I want with this now. The only, the only conflicting position left is the center. Yeah, it's the center. Um, I'm gonna wait on that. I have two guys here that I'm I'm okay with either one. Um, oh, this is this is weird. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna take Jackie Slater as my tackle uh, for one of the positions. Uh, Jackie Slater is the father of Matthew Slater, current Patriots player. Um, he was. One of the best tackles ever. Went to an HBCU. We actually talked about him for a little bit on the podcast last week. Hall of Famer, dominant player. I'm going with Jackie. Okay. Um, just to get it out of
0: the way, I don't think you have this guy, but just to, to finish off my conflicting positions with
1: you, I'm just going to take Dan Dierdorf as my Okay. I did not write center. him down. This, so let's talk about the center position for a little bit because if you go to the Hall of Fame website – And you look at the centers that are in the Hall of Fame. Basically, they haven't inducted a center in like 40 years or like 30 years. And they're all from like the 60s and early 70s. And personally, the center is like actually the most important position on the offensive line. And I think that centers have just become like really replaceable now because there's a lot of them. And basically any guard can play center. Yeah. And we're just not putting them in the Hall of Fame anymore. Like tackle has become way too important. When centers and guards like, if you have a mo- if you have an immobile quarterback like if you have Tom Brady, your center and your two guards are the two most position most important guys on the field. Like, you have to be able to protect up the middle, and center has become like really underrated throughout the years, and I think that's insane. Yeah, I, I can't I can't disagree. Okay, so all right, it's I'll just, just basically gra- free picks. Yeah, because- I'm gonna I'll grab my center now too. I'm taking Iron Mike Webster uh Steelers Hall of Famer played on that Steelers dynasty in the 70s tragically killed himself because of CTE um definitely taking him he was a monster back in the day run blocking pass blocking he did it all that guy was a tank yep um so what do I have left so you have uh tight end end, quarterback yeah and guards all
0: right I'll just take uh Tony Gonzalez right now
1: okay I figured that's where you were going with that um I will grab my other tackle. Oh, man. Who would you go with, Walter Jones or Orlando Pace? Walter Jones is a better pass blocker. Pace is a little better in the run.
0: But you're going to need a pass blocker because you're...
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go Walter Jones, Seattle Seahawks. Um, Probably the best tackle for about 10 years in the league in in the early 2000s that guy was a monster. I remember having him on Madden all the time like when you do create a team. And it was basically like if you got Larry Allen and uh Walter Jones on one side of the line like you basically couldn't get sacked from that side and I'd always pair them with like Michael Vick and I'd run to that side of the line and you just couldn't get me. <laughs> like ultimate cheat code right there. Um shit.
0: I uh it doesn't really matter actually. I mean just let me get Joe, Joe ooh actually. Give me Aaron Rodgers.
1: Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Yep. I'm a little shocked you went with him. I've. <sighs> I need a little bit of mobility. Yeah, yeah, I get I, that. I, I need uh, like not John John Elway didn't come to mind. No, no, not Marino. You didn't, you weren't feeling Marino. It was it was Joe Montana. It was Aaron Rodgers.
0: And I thought about Peyton for a second, but I actually thought about Andrew Luck for a second too.
1: Oh, Andrew Luck. What could have been? It I, really uh, depresses me that he's not in the league.
0: I couldn't get Andrew Luck because he didn't complete his career, really. It was more or less just, okay, I'm taking a little bit of a gamble here. If me Aaron Rodgers, okay. I don't think he's... I'm going to piss off a lot of people. I don't really think he's top five. No, he's not a
1: top five all-time quarterback.
0: He's just not. But I I do think Aaron Rodgers fits well into this team, and he's very... like. Don't get me wrong. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I think he fits this team better than... Joe Montana would yeah I agree so I
1: agree. that's why I would have had Marino it just would yeah. make more sense but like you know he's not top five I mean Brady Marino Elway Manning Montana like that's that's my five if Rogers wants to get into it I'm gonna need like two more Super Bowls and he's gonna have to break all Brady's records like that's that's his key to the city basically to get in for Well, me. I don't
0: think breaking the
1: records means
0: top five I just think you need to play for
1: but he's at least got to pass Manning's records yeah he's at least got to get past Peyton. Yeah, And that's going to be hard for him. Okay, so I need running back, fullback, wide receiver. I need to think about the running back spot a little more. I'm not sure what I want to do there. So I'm going to go with the wide receiver position. Ooh. Now, you and I always have the argument
0: of of who is a top five wide receiver or, or not. And we've had
1: a little bit of talks on the podcast. Are you trying to egg me into picking somebody here?
0: No, I'm, I'm trying okay. to get your thought process because I believe T.O. is in your top five, right?
1: Yeah, T.O. is number three all time for me. And then you have Megatron, four. I have Megatron, four.
0: And then you have Larry Fitzgerald, I have, five.
1: I have Larry, five. But if I was building a team, Larry would not be a guy for me. If I'm just picking two receivers, um, if I had to take a slot guy, Larry would be the guy in the slot. So, but if wh- I'm if I'm taking an all-time outside guy, it's not Larry. So,
0: who's squeaked into your top 5? Like run run me the names that you are kind of thinking of right now.
1: T.O. Yep, T.O's there. Um I'm really only thinking about two guys, to be honest. Who's the other one? Playmaker. Michael Irvin. I I think I'm going to go Michael Irvin. Okay. I, I I have a lot of respect for him and like what he did on those Cowboys teams, where yeah, it was Emmett, and it was Emmett's team. But anytime those Cowboys teams needed to make a play, or they needed to win the game, they put the ball in 88's hands. Like they got him the ball, and he doesn't have the numbers to hold up some of those other guys. But like Michael Irvin was the man. That dude was awesome. And I, I think one of my favorite stories ever is Chris Carter was like doing his contract negotiations, and the Vikings were like trying to get him to take less money. And they're like, listen, the only guy in the league that's better than me is Playmaker. And he's like, and I'll see if he's available right now. And he calls him up on his cell phone and goes, hey, Playmaker, are you available to come play for the Vikings? And he goes, nope, not available, and hangs up the phone. He's like, well, you can't have him, so I'm the next best guy. Like, best contract negotiation story I've ever heard in my life. So I'm going to take Michael Irvin, the Playmaker. He's my number two wide receiver. Like, Randy played with such a rage, and then this dude played with more of a rage, and then T.O. played with basically the same amount of ra- those three are like i think three of the just angriest so
0: you have a very angry receiving core I,
1: <laughs> my my whole laws. team my whole team is based on physicality and dominating you athletically like Gronk destroys people you know uh Larry Allen Walter Jones Mike Webster wreck people you know that's what they do that's that's where i wanted to go that's where my fullback pick's going to go too like I I want to destroy you physically. That's how I I view football. When I think about football, like I want to dominate you physically, where you can't handle me at the end.
0: Okay. Now I just have to finish off my offensive line. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do my last two picks. I'm gonna take yeah. Larry, go ahead, and do your last two picks. I'm gonna take Larry Little and Gene Upshaw to finish off my offensive oh, line. Oh, Gene
1: Upshaw, good pick. That's a good one. Um. So I had Quentin Nelson written down on here.
0: I don't think he deserves. it. Is he not there yet I for you? I don't think so. Okay,
1: so right now I think Quentin Nelson's the best offensive lineman in football. Yes, and I think if he plays a little longer, he's gonna get in the Hall of Fame. I think he's got a little bit yeah. of Tony Baselli to him. Like Tony Baselli was really dominant and I he mean, never really won anything, but you knew he was Quentin the best Nelson offensive is lineman in 26 football.
0: Twenty-six years old. Yeah, and he's the best offensive lineman in football, and it's not close. And he's going to keep being an offensive lineman and can play until they're 40. Yeah. So give me 10 more years of solid guard play from Quentin Nelson. He has been injured lately.
1: Yeah. He has been facing he, a little, little bit, bit of bit, injury problems. Yeah.
0: If he can stay away from that, is there a chance that he goes down as the best offensive guard of all time? Like No, I mean, that's that's a
1: big task. I mean, that's that's a big I
0: understand that, but the accolades that he's racking up oh, at, he, at the age of 26 absolutely. is just... It's not something to shy away from maybe not best top five is he I think he
1: has a shot at a top five I think he's gonna be a hall of famer like like, like when I said when the Colts picked him I remember we were watching that draft and I said oh the Colts just picked a hall of fame player like I said the same thing about Kyle Pitts I thought I was gonna be right about Saquon Barkley but injuries have just derailed him and he's just never gonna be there but like you know when you pick certain guys that they're just gonna be that good and Quentin Nelson was like a no-brainer to me
0: yeah I uh
1: yeah. so you have your last pick. I already said it, Larry
0: Little and Gene Upshaw.
1: Oh, okay. Those were your last two. You need fullback and running back. Fullback and running back. All right. Well, I'm gonna take Mike, Mike Allstott, Tampa Bay Bucks fullback. I think he's the best full I think he's the best modern day fullback of all time, just as far as blocking and you know, destroying people, which again, that's what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to blow you away. Like I can't wait to see your defensive because honestly, I want to pit these teams against each other and be like, all right, so who's got what? And I'm thinking like defensively you're just not gonna be able to handle it. I
0: literally said before the podcast, like whoever gets that defensive number one pick, it sets you miles above the other guy because Lawrence Taylor's far and above the best defensive player of all time, if not the best non quarterback. He's the best non quarterback of all time. In the NFL history. Like so I'm at a setback. I, I think I'm beating you offensively. I think my running back room. Your running back room is, is huge. Is too yeah. far above you for you to catch up. Granted, I mean you do have the best quarterback of all time,
1: but I mean I I have Brady with his two best targets, and then an offensive line that's going to destroy you. And I still haven't made my running back pick yet. I'm I'm thinking about two guys here, and give me your personal opinions on them. I have Walter Payton down, and I have Marshall Falk. My problem is Payton wasn't the best pass catcher. And I really need someone I can dump it to out of the backfield. All stock can pound the rock. Like he can actually run with the football. Falk, you know, he went 1,000, thousand. Like he was, you know, incredible. I'm kind of leaning Marshall Falk. Am I crazy? Here?
0: Because you need the check down potential for Tom Brady, I would take Marshall Falk. But Walter Payton is the better of the two running backs. Yeah, They're I, I agree.
1: Long. I agree. Walter Payton is. He's he's top three all yeah. time. Like, With that's your team. I mean, if
0: it was my team, I'd be taking Walter Pan because I don't need that check down ability, but Tom Brady always needs that last resort check down on a Texas route. No, no, no. Route. He doesn't
1: need it. He just knows he he's always, better than you he, if he uses it. He
0: always needs it, so he's got to have that running back on a Texas route. So, yes, I would take a Marshall Falk. I'm
1: all right. So, yeah, I went I went Marshall Falk. Okay. And, I mean, I already have the greatest coach in NFL history, too. so. It, that doesn't play. That, a that part. matters. That doesn't like, play a, listen, because I would have fought yeah.
0: you for Bill Belichick. I just said I don't care. I would have taken Bill Parcells. I would
1: have taken Bill Parcells though, and Bill Parcells taught Bill Belichick everything he knows. That's fine. So I don't care. Like whatever. So, okay, so we move to the defensive side of the ball, where um, I basically have the first. You pick have the first pick because, because Lawrence Taylor is off of the board. He's gone. You can't have him.
0: So I, it's questionable where I go here linebackers are tough middle linebackers are tough after th-
1: <sighs> give me deon sanders i'm glad you took deon thank you for taking him off the board i didn't want him like deon's the best corner of all time but i think the difference between deon to the second best corner of all time isn't as great as we think it really is even though if i'm making a list of the five greatest nfl players ever like and i'll exclude tom brady like it goes lawrence taylor and then you can have either jerry or prime time like it's it's one of those two next but i think that i'll just tell you i think revis is the second best corner ever like darrell revis in the run game was way better prime wouldn't tackle he did not want to tackle you which is fine because you never threw at him so whatever it is what it is but like, trust me, Deion Sanders isn't gonna have to tackle with the defense that I have. Like, that I'm gonna have, he's just going just go
0: up, guard Randy Moss. Yeah.
1: You can't you can't cover Randy. I'm sorry, he's and, just, he's uncoverable. Dude. And
0: the next guy will cover will cover Michael Irvin. I'll be all right. Like,
1: all right. So you went you went with Deion. Um, would you have taken him if I didn't? If you didn't take Deion Sanders, yeah, I would yes, have taken okay. Deion Sanders. There's no way I'm not gonna take him. Like, as much as I wouldn't need him, I'm taking him. Um, the middle linebacker position is a bitch. It is a bitch. It's a bitch because nobody truly stands out to me as a next-level guy. Other than a guy that retired six years ago, seven years ago. Oh, interesting. We have a similar similar guy in mind. So, you know, I have the greatest all-around defensive player in history. I'm going to get the greatest leader in history, too. I'm taking Ray Lewis, and my linebacker room is just going to destroy your guys coming over the middle. I
0: had to make a decision. I had, do I take the guy that's just, if I throw it over the middle, he's just going to get obliterated because Ray Lewis is not letting you get by him, or do I take Deion Sanders and get start off my cornerback room right? I do have a guy in mind to play linebacker for me. I'm going to save him because obviously I can. You yeah, you, can, you don't have linebacker. to take middle
1: linebacker at this point, so. Okay. I couldn't let you have Ray Lewis. I'm upset. Because, I'm a Steelers fan, and I love Ray Lewis. Yeah, like, I can't let you have him, because if you get him, I just feel like my linebacker core isn't complete. And getting Lawrence Taylor with that guy, like... What's your favorite Ray Lewis moment? Because my favorite Ray Lewis mine moment... Mine is
0: Chad Ochocinco. I was just going to say, when he hits Chad, yes.
1: yeah. And Chad's like, I tried to blindside Ray. No, no, he's like... I, 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 that was Ray. I tried to hit him and he's like, you gotta stop fucking with those big guys. Like, yeah, no, absolutely it's that moment. Like, he just blows him apart and oh my god. Ray Lewis was the man. He's the greatest leader, I think, in NFL history. And that dude could inspire anybody. I think I think you would run through a wall with for Ray Lewis. Like, oh yeah. In all honesty.
0: Um, so I don't have to take middle linebacker. I don't think I have Can you just
1: tell me who your pick's gonna be? I'm gonna be? take Dick Buckus. You're gonna take th- Okay, you're gonna take Buckus. So Buckhiss is on my list. The other guy I have is Mike Singletary. Mm-hmm. And can we just mention Luke Keekley? Yeah. Um, didn't play enough. No, didn't play long enough. If you give me five more years of Luke Keekley, he's a Hall of Famer. Sorry
0: for hitting you.
1: Yeah, right. Like, just if you give me five more years of that guy, he might be my middle linebacker pick. But I didn't see enough of him. Yeah. It's the Andrew Luck thing. And it's potentially the Quentin Nelson thing.
0: Mine would still be Ray Lewis. I, okay. I, I would. I don't think there's anybody that that really. Sur- Dick Butkus is close. I, he, I his
1: obviously he doesn't have the numbers, but like if you watch anything old with him, it's ridiculous. He just so tore people apart. I do think Dick Butkus is close, but I don't know if there's
0: anybody that would ever make me change my mind. Past, present, retired early to say. I'm not taking Ray Lewis as my middle linebacker with nobody off the board. Um, now, where I go
1: here is tough. Be- wait, you? Okay, so you haven't made. Your I'm not. Pick no, yet, I'm yeah. not
0: taking Dick Buckus right now. Um, so I have to take two D-, D tackles. I have to take two offensive line outside or outside linebackers. Corner safeties. Yeah. Um. I think I'm gonna take the best, the second
1: best, outside linebacker, and I'm gonna take Derek Brooks. Okay, that's interesting. So he's not my second best outside linebacker. Um, I, I have a different hoping guy. Hoping he was. I, I yeah, just, he's not.
0: I couldn't give you what you wanted as your two off our outside linebackers. Yeah. and now I'm upset. Yeah,
1: he's he's not mine. I don't even know if you know who mine is. He's an older player, um, from way back. So I'm going to save him because I don't think you have him written down, to be honest. Maybe you do. Maybe you do have him written down and I just gave it away, but it's not him.
0: I can't take him anywhere. Oh, yes, I can. Yeah,
1: you can. You have another outside linebacker pick. Um, oh, this is tough. Okay. I'm going to stay away from the corner market because even if you take Revis, I have plenty of firepower elsewhere, so I'm good there. Um. Wow. I'm really physical right now. I need some help on the back end. E D Reed, boy. The best safety you ever seen, boy. Even though he's not He is. It's I, I'm taking Ed Reed. Free safety? Strong uh target? I have him as free safety. Okay. Uh, uh, now I might have just screwed myself a little bit with that pick. I think he did. I might have I'm okay with it because the names I have written down at other positions I'm good with. Um where do I go from here?
0: I don't think you're going to spite me. I really don't.
1: If you do good on you. At the position I just took? Yes. No, I'm not doing that. I have a different guy in mind for that position. I'm going to and that style of play.
0: I'm going to set up my defensive line while I'm at it. It's a good move. And this is a little shitty because you mentioned him before the podcast.
1: Oh, I hate you. I hate you. But he
0: he is one of the, <laughs> the best yeah. defensive tackles yep. of all time.
1: I hate myself right now. You and weren't I'm even going to take him. You no, know I was. He's, over,
0: he's like the best defensive tackle of okay. all time. All right. I'm gonna take Mean Joe Green. Yeah, I
1: hate you right now. I really despise that pick on you because I said it before the podcast. Like, Mean Joe Green is such an important player in history in general. I, he also has the greatest commercial ever, still to this day. Um, yeah, I hate you right now. Oh, that really upsets me.
0: That's right. So,
1: ooh, all right.
0: Now, what's your thought process?
1: Okay, so I got my safety. You're not going to take my other safety. I know he's not on your list. It's not happening. Um, I have two linebackers. You just kind of screwed up my strategy a little bit. I have to make sure I get this next guy. Um, Question. Yeah. So a 4-3 is
0: D-tackle, two defensive ends. Can I take two D-tackles? So
1: some defensive ends classify as defensive tackle. I... I'm kind of going with. I have two defensive tackles, but if one of these guys gets taken, I have a guy that's going to replace one of them. Okay. And I might just run with three DNs and one D tackle because some of these guys can play inside and out. So that's kind of how I'm All going right. about it. So, you know, do it, do it the defensive line as you want. Just you have to have at least one defensive, t- true D tackle. Okay. You need one. I know. have my D You have your now. D tackle. So you can take three defensive ends if you want. So, because of that, I'm going with Reggie White. Reggie White absolutely wrecked people. He won a Super Bowl by himself, basically. He destroyed Drew Bledsoe for 60 minutes. Are you like, playing him at the end or the tackle? Um, I'm going to play him as a defensive... Well, he's going to play D-end, but he's probably going to move inside, most likely. That hurts. Um, I'm glad I got him before you did. I thought you might be taking him early. 'Cause a lot of people consider him one of the five best players ever.
0: All right, let me just grab another D tackle.
1: Screw Aww. it. Give me Warren Sap. Oh yay. Oh yay. You didn't take my guy. But you took Sap, which th- that bothers me a little bit. I, I was looking at him. Um Oh, you didn't take my guy. Thank you. Well, this makes it easy. Aaron Donald. So I figured we were gonna do this. I have a list
0: for defensive tackles. I have Warren Sapp, number one. I have Mean Joe Green, number two. And third, I have Aaron Donald.
1: I think Aaron Donald's better than both of them. Is it deserving? I think Aaron Donald's the best defensive tackle in history. I think when it's all said and done, you're going to look at him in the category of Reggie White and not quite Lawrence Taylor, but you're going to look at him in the Reggie White category.
0: So... I feel like if we were to send this to a vote, when when it's all said and done, our rosters, I think people are going to look at that Aaron Donald pick and say, Garrett, what the fuck are you doing? Because I think him being a current player
1: hurts him more it than does. if he were retired. It does. So There's I'm- no nostalgia with him, and you grabbed Sapp and Joe Green, and the nostalgia for those two guys is incredible, but if you look at the tape and you look at the numbers... yes. Donald is far and away more dominant. You have to triple team Aaron Donald.
0: Yes. So I agree with your pick. I, I think it's a very good pick. But I don't know if we were to send this out No, if we send it out, you votes. would
1: get the yes. you would get the votes. I completely agree with okay. that. Um but if I'm building a team and I'm doing all time players, like Aaron Donald's going to the Hall of Fame. He's, oh yeah. He, he's a Hall of Famer. What does he won? Defense player three times now? Uh, I believe it's three yes. times. Like, he's three-time defensive player of the year. He would just keep winning it, but we're not going to keep giving it to him. It's He's unblockable.
0: Yes. I uh, I like that pick. I uh, I like it probably more than most
1: people do. So, people have a hard time giving current players their due sometimes, especially on defense because they get nostalgic about that, and I'm just, you know, I have to go with the guy that I truly believe is the best.
0: Yeah. I don't need middle linebacker. I don't need to take safety. This is tough. This is really, really tough. I'm. God, this hurts. I'm going to go corner. And I do feel like this might be a little bit of a waste because I don't think you're going to take this guy because he's not talked about a lot. Honest, honest answer. Looking at my team, I still need one more defensive lineman and I can – it's going to be a defensive end to line up, round out my amazing defensive line that I have right now. Um – Would you take defensive tackle and finish it off knowing that you still need, or a defensive end, finish it off knowing that you still need one? Or would you go like a corner or go middle line or outside linebacker to round that off?
1: I don't really think it matters. Um, The names that I'm looking up here on my list, I don't know what your list says. So I have, for my DNs, I have Bruce Smith. Yep, he's one of mine. And I have Deacon Jones. I don't have Deacon Jones written down personally. Can I? I looked at him and... Do you want to know his accolades? I, I'm aware of what they are. Eight I, Pro yeah. Bowls, first-team All-Pro
0: five times, two-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year, 75th anniversary all-time team, missed only six games out of 196 in 14 NFL seasons, unofficially recorded 173.5 sacks in his career, which would rank number three all-time, tallied 21.5 sacks in only 14 games in 1967 and is in the Pro Bowl, or in the Hall of Fame. Played from 61 to
1: 74. Yeah, I mean... Dominant, ridiculous. The numbers are insane. And then it,
0: everybody knows who Bruce Smith is.
1: Yeah. Bill's legend. Yeah. Um, I'm
0: going to go... I'm going to do what you did. doesn't have the name. I don't think a lot of people talk about him. But I'm going to take Deacon Jones.
1: That I mean, that's a smart pick. Like, So I didn't write him down because he doesn't really fit what I was going with for my team on defense. But like, you can't argue with those numbers. They're insane. That guy terrorized people for, what, 14 seasons, basically? Yeah. He was unstoppable. Unblo- basically, he averaged 10 sacks a year, like 10 sacks a season, in an era where they ran the football 37, 40 times a game. Like, that's just unreal. And do, do you have his tackle for loss numbers? I they did probably not. didn't record that back then, honestly. No. But I would imagine that his tackle for loss numbers are... Out of this world I don't even know If there's a world To put them in So you went Okay so you went with him So Oh this is hard for me Because Like defensively I'm trying to stay versatile But physical And like already, So you can look at my team I have Ed Reed I have Lawrence Taylor I have Ray Lewis I have Aaron Donald And I have Reggie White Like all of those guys Are really interchangeable In what they can do and that's why I like them. Um, oh, man. I feel like I need to just kind of get my one corner out of the way. But <sighs> so, is your line finished? You're good on line? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to take Darrell Rivas then. Okay. Um, I think he's the closest thing we've ever had to primetime as far as just he's going to follow your number one guy, and you're not going to be able to throw on him. And... Good luck. And you have Jerry Rice, who's not the most physical receiver of all time, which is perfect. Like, Terrell Revis, that's your guy. You got him. Take him. Have at it. All right. Um, I don't think you're taking
0: my last corner. And if you do, good on you. Because he's not He's not better than the guys that are remaining. He's not better than a, a Champ Bailey or a Mel Blunt. But I like him. I think he, he's... He, I don't think he's
1: very good. He is. Is it Dick Lane? Yes, it is. It's Dick Lane. I'm glad it's Dick Lane. I, if you didn't take him, I was taking him because I wanted to give him his he due. He deserves to be on one of these rosters. Yeah, So absolutely. if you'll
0: give me your word that you will not take him. No, I'm not taking As long as him.
1: he's getting picked, yes. then we're good. You can have him. I, I Absolutely. This I wa-
0: guy is just not talked about
1: enough. No, never. He's never talked about.
0: Rookie. It's rookie year. <laughs>
1: Single season record for interceptions with fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. In Twelve games. In Twelve games. I know, it's ridiculous. Didn't he? Have, he had like nine in like his first six or something yeah. like that, or in his first seven. It's insane. <laughs> like he gets to fourteen and they stop throwing at him. Basically, you know, like it's ridiculous. Fourth all time in interceptions. Led the league in nineteen fifty
0: four with ten interceptions. He has sixty eight in his career and. His 1,207 interception return yards are the sixth most by any player in NFL history.
1: Again, in an era where they didn't throw the ball.
0: 298 interception return yards in 1952 were just three yards short of an NFL record at the time. Today, that total ranks seventh best for a single season. Yeah, it's
1: it's just ridiculous.
0: This guy, not talked about nearly enough. I think he's better than Champ Bailey. and.
1: I, I would take him over Champ. Aether. Mel Blunt is
0: questionable as a Steelers fan. That would hurt me to say, but I love Dick Lane.
1: Yeah. It, so you started mentioning it, and I'm like, it's got to be Dick Lane. Yes. Like, there's no way it's not Night Train Lane. Like, all right. So I don't him. have to take no, him. No, you don't have to take him. You can go to another position. I just, if you didn't take him, I was. He was going to be my second corner okay. because I could not not mention that guy.
0: So now I'm stuck at the outside linebacker position. There's an all-time Steeler great in Kevin Green. There's a guy by the name of Jack Ham, a Derek Thomas, a Bobby Bell, DeMarcus Ware, Terrell Sugg, because there's Von Miller. So you who's you still named two of the guys on my list.
1: As I, I only wrote down four guys for the outside linebacker position. Um, I wrote down Derek Thomas, and I wrote down T. Sizzle, and I have one other guy, and I'm not telling you who he is.
0: I'm not going to be the homer. I, I'm, I'm going to have already Troy Palomalo on my team. 'Cause you're not gonna
1: take no, him. No, I'm not taking him. Don't worry, I have so, I am take I am gonna be a homer with my uh strong safety pick. So I'm not going to
0: take Kevin Green. Give me DeMarcus Ware.
1: That's interesting. I <sighs> Ware was dominant, but I don't think he's in the same category as like a Suggs no. or Derek Thomas or Kevin Green. I I don't think he's in that category. No, I think there's other guys that are a lot better. So than
0: where him. would you rank him all the time?
1: He's down there. He's not. He's not high enough for me. The the outside linebacker. 10? Maybe he's tenth. Like he he might get in there. I'd have to really think about it. But I don't know if he gets in.
0: Really? Huh?
1: Like I'll give
0: you eight sacks, six hundred fifty-four tackles. His
1: numbers are really good. Thirty-five fumbles. Yeah, I mean, his numbers are really good. He played in a really bad division for a long time. He got to take advantage of some bad football. I think DeMarcus Ware is great. I, does he even get into the Hall of Fame, though? Like, Is he going to get in? Four-time All-Pro, first team, nine-time yeah.
0: Pro Bowl, two-time sack leader. I, I I don't see a way that he doesn't. I, When's he up for it? I
1: think he retired He's in 2016. So he would have been up for it, and he didn't get in. Yeah. Like, he's not even a first-ballot first, first ballot guy with numbers like that. Kevin like like, Green also wasn't. Right. Yeah, no, I, I get like, that. Like, there's this
0: guy... Terrell Suggs isn't, like...
1: Suggs isn't up yet. Remember, Suggs had those couple years oh, on the Cardinals, yeah. and he stuck around to, like, 18 or 19, so he's not going to be up for a couple more years. But I don't
0: think Suggs is a first-ballot.
1: Suggs probably doesn't get first-ballot either. But I think if I was thinking about it, I would take Suggs over to Ware. Yeah, Ware. Right. Listen, I just remember... When I was younger, watching DeMarcus Ware, and in big games, it was always, DeMarcus, where are you? He, there was a lot of games he didn't show up in, and I don't like that about certain guys. Suggs, you knew Suggs was showing up. Like, that guy was coming through. You were going to get him. I mean, he still, to this day, has never said the words Tom Brady on a camera. <laughs> he refuses to say that guy's name. Like I, That's something different about him. And DeMarcus Ware has a girl voice. I, I, can't, I can't pick <laughs> a player with a female voice, basically. Okay, so you're going with where? Yes. All right, I, I, I don't hate the pick, but I think there was other guys that probably deserve the recognition more than him. Um. Oh, man, where do I want to go with this? So, outside linebacker's done for you. I'm just going to take mine anyways. I'm going to go Andre Tippett, uh, New England Patriots Hall of Famer. I, I got two of them. Got to have him. He was maybe the best outside linebacker of the 70s, and... Really dominant, physical, pretty good in pass coverage. Like he's an all-around guy. I gotta have him. All right, um, I'm just
0: gonna take my strong safety. Not even let you get the opportunity to spite me. I'm gonna take Troy Palomalu. Polamalu, bro. Troy Palomalu, in my opinion, maybe the best safety of all time, if not second behind not. behind my free safety.
1: He's not. So you're taking Ronnie Lott. I'm taking this Ronnie you're Lott. Okay. Yes. That's fine. I'm just am
0: just round out my team because it's doesn't matter. I'm going to take Night Train
1: Lane, Troy Palomaro, and Ronnie Lott. Those are my last three guys. Okay, those are your last three guys? Yeah, I mean, I got no issues with any of them. Um, ooh, all right. So I need... Corner? Oh, I need four picks still. Oh. No, oh, yeah, I have four picks. Buckus. Oh, and Dick Buckus. Yeah, you didn't take your middle linebacker yet. Okay, so I need a corner... Oh, man, this is tough. Um, I don't want to... I have a lot of Homer picks because there's been a lot of great defensive players to play for the Patriots. I want to pick Ty Law because Ty Law was a monster for a long time. I'm going to go with Charles Woodson. Uh, Charles Woodson was special and my favorite one of my favorite moments in NFL history is when he picked off Peyton Manning finally. Like when he finally gets him and he accelerates about it, And I love that. So I'm going to take Woodson at corner. Even though I think Ty Law is probably better in my opinion. I would go Woodson. Um, just because I don't want to be such a homer. And I do have a few homer picks here. Um, I need two defensive linemen. Oh, this is going to hurt. I have to take Michael Strahan. Like I have to take him. He ruined my childhood, basically. <laughs> like, he's part of the ruining of my childhood. It makes me sick, but he has the sack record, as phony as it not might for be. Long. He's probably going to lose it, but.
0: Can't, I'm glad you mentioned Favre. it. I mean, it's funny. It was given. So, okay, to him, like, like,
1: he's going to sack Brett Favre on that play, but Favre falls down and gives it to him.
0: I mean, Brett Favre says in an
1: interview he gave it to him. But he like, was going to get yeah, sacked. Like, like, if you watch it, he's hitting Favre. Yes. Like, he's not going to not hit him. So I'm going to take Strahan and. I got to go. You know, Bruce Smith is there, and I know how dominant he was, and, you know, I know the numbers. JJ J. Watt was really awesome. Like, did we forget about him? He's been injured for a while, but that like five year stretch, people talked about JJ Watt like he was Lawrence Taylor.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. I almost took TJ Watt. Nah, he's not there yet.
1: He's really he good, is. but he's not there. No, he he has I, a lot. Well, okay, way to go. he's
0: not better than Demarcus Ware and Derek Brooks and obviously Lawrence Taylor and Andre Tippett
1: and Kevin Sizzle Green and, and Kevin Green and, th- and Derek Thomas. No, no, he's just not. But he's not there. Like, no, he's not there yet. He has listen. So, he's no, not no, even like th- Willie yet. I think this is the argument of like the Quentin Nelson. Like I listen, I I get that, but this is really only the second year we've seen him be dominant. Yeah, and. To play linebacker, you have to really wreck people for a long time to get in that conversation. Like he's he's not even to the Willie McGinnis category yet. And Willie was a great player for a long time. He's not even to James Harrison level yet. <laughs> okay. Like, can we let him get to James Harrison level first before we go, oh, he belongs in the JJ Watt category. That's just his brother. His brother was a monster. Oh, I know. You couldn't block him. Is that your pick? I'm taking J.J. Watt. Yeah, like that four year stretch of him. I remember the Patriots played the Texans, and someone asked him to ask Bill to compare Lawrence Taylor to J.J. Watt, and he's like, "Well, nobody's Lawrence Taylor, but I mean, this guy is pretty close." And if he, if Bill Belichick's willing to say that somebody's close to Lawrence Taylor, that's something. So I'm going to take J.J. Watt. So I love my versatility on the defensive line. Like I have Reggie White, Michael Strahan, Aaron Donald, and J.J. Watt. Inside, outside, they can mix and match. They play them all. I'm not huge up there. I wish I could have had a little more size, but I'll take it. All right. And then, then I have one pick left. Strong, um, safety. strong safety. This guy should be a Hall of Famer. It makes me sick that he's not in. It's Rodney Harrison. Rodney Harrison should be a Hall of Famer. Like, one of the most versatile, hardest-hitting safeties in NFL history and he's not a Hall of Famer, and it makes me sick. That dude did everything. He played middle linebacker, he played slot corner, he played outside corner, he played free safety, he played strong safety. They lined him up on goal line. No, no, that guy should be in the Hall of Fame, and it's disgusting that he's not in. All right, that's a hill I will die in. Rodney Harrison should be a Hall of Famer. He just should be. All right. I mean, I'm not going to argue against you. You won't. I I dare you to. Like uh that that I will go to die on that hill that Rodney Harrison should be in the Hall of Fame. And he's he's rubbed people the wrong way. He was a little bit of a dirty player. People don't like him. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He won two Super Bowls with the Patriots. He was the most important player on defense.
0: So just a little bit of a recap. Uh, on offense, Garrett has Randy Moss, Rob Gronkowski. Tom Brady, John Hanna, Larry Allen, Jackie Slater, Mike Webster, Walter Jones, Michael Irvin, Mike Allstott, and Marshall Folk. On his defense, Lawrence Taylor, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Reggie White, Aaron Donald. Those names alone That's just ridiculous. scare the shit out of like, me. Like,
1: Good luck trying to throw the ball. <laughs> I, you're not going to be able to throw on me. I'm going to blitz you every time.
0: Darrell Revis, Andre Tippett. Charles Woodson, Michael Strahan, J.J. Watt, Rodney Harrison. Uh, my offense, I have Jerry Rice, Calvin Johnson, Jim Brown, <coughs> Anthony Munoz, Jonathan Ogden, Barry Sanders, Dan Deardorff, Tony Gonzalez, Aaron Rodgers, Larry Little, and Gene Upshaw. On my defense, I have Dion Sanders, Derek Brooks, Mean Joe Green, Warren Sapp, Deacon Jones, DeMarcus Ware,
1: Jesus, Night
0: Train Lane, Troy Polamalu, Ronnie Law,
1: and Dick Butkus. So here's the problem. All right, here here's where I see problems. Your two corners are absolute ball hawks, and I'm going to struggle to throw.
0: And my safeties don't even need to cover. Right. They are middle linebackers if here's, I need them to be. Here's
1: your problem. You are not physical at all. No. You don't, like... I have two
0: hard-hitting safeties.
1: Yeah, you do. That's it. Here's your problem. Your offensive players are a little bit... They're a little soft. Like little Barry was a little bit soft.
0: Oh, he's he's the job He's an Alvin Kamara, uh, Christian and McCaffrey. He is, ask running back. He
1: is, but like the guy that you would think you'd be able to burn me with because my linebackers can't cover is Tony Gonzalez. But I'm gonna put Rodney Harrison on it. <laughs> like, and you're gonna have to deal with that well, all day. I long. mean,
0: realistically, if I got to pick, I'm fine with like when you when you told me like I had to pick a fullback. Cause I w- I wanted to run a three three wide receiver set, but when you told me I had to pick a fullback, like I was like a little disappointed. But now that I have Jim Brown and Barry Sanders, I'm not disappointed at all. you
1: still not running on me. But
0: if I didn't have Jim Brown, I'd be a little disappointed because I think if I had a three wide receiver set, obviously you'd have another corner. Yeah, out I would have drafted another corner so, instead to match it. Like, but I, I feel like three wide receivers plus Tony Gonzalez fits me better than Jim Brown and Barry Sanders because I'm not running the ball. Very, like Aaron Donald, as good as my offensive line is, is still probably taking a double team the entire time, whether it's two offensive linemen or I mean, Jim you're, Brown. You're
1: not going to be able to double team anybody. In yeah. this whole scenario, nobody's getting double teamed because, oh, you're going to double team Aaron Donald? Okay, well, here's Reggie White, Michael Stranham, J.J. Watt. Yeah. I so, mean, that's that's just what's going to happen.
0: I think my offense is better than yours. but I Physically. Think, I think your defense... Defense his championships, and
1: Jesus Christ, I think you won the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, well, the thing is, like, I'm going to be able to hold you to points, and I've got guys to make big plays on offense.
0: I need my defensive ball hawks. To yeah, you're going have to
1: have to pick Brady off six times. The problem is, once he gets picked off, okay, Gronk, Marshall Falk. Dump offs, and
0: then there's Dick Buck is just waiting for. Gronk I mean, that's in the that's fine.
1: Field. Larry Allen's gonna blow him up. That's, that's all, all right. I'm saying.
0: I mean, i uh, I didn't post the last one we did. Um,
1: oh, that's right, when we did,
0: I didn't post that on Facebook and or, or Twitter. I still don't have access to my Twitter. I am banned from my account, I think. I don't know what but I did.
1: So who, what political thing did you jump Nothing. on? Nothing.
0: I made sure on that Twitter not to post like anything. You post, didn't anything. like, Let's Go post, Brandon or something? I don't post anything political on my Twitters to begin with, Um, but I just don't have access to it. So I'll send it to Garrett and have him post it on, his, on our podcast Twitter. Um, and then I'll post this one on Facebook. I'll obviously delete the name so that nobody really knows what it is. I'll do that tonight actually before people even get a chance to listen to the podcast. I'm pretty sure it's obvious the offense because maybe not because everyone might think that I did spite you by taking Gronk and Brady, but you took three expatriates with your first three picks, so I,
1: I had to like i I couldn't like physically let you have those guys. <laughs> I just couldn't do it like no way um. All right, so we've been on this for almost an hour. Yeah. Uh, let's jump to a couple NFL topics. Quick. Yeah, league, current league topics so that we can wrap this up. I'm going to just ask you this question. Are the Packers good? No. Yeah.
0: Oh, yes, the Packers are good.
1: Are the Packers
0: Super Bowl favorites? No. You can't have Baker Mayfield throw four interceptions and only beat the Browns by two at home. That that cannot happen. I I, I apologize. I, I I do, but I don't. Like... Aaron Rodgers, I guess I just said I want you on my all-time team. I do. And not even just Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers has been playing great. He's the MVP of the league. The entire Packers organization, whether it's A.J. Dillon, Aaron Rodgers, or Aaron Jones, the coaching staff of the Packers, Matt LaFleur, the offensive coordinators, any – what is going on in your team, in your system, whether it's – you can't say it's your receivers because Allen Lazard has been playing great. He, they, they even, The broadcasters even said that he's finally gotten Aaron Rodgers' trust – you have two very good running backs. You lost Robert Tunyon. Boo-hoo. Like, it hurts to lose a tight end, but it, that not cannot... like you
1: you ro- not like you lost a Hall of Famer at tight end. Is like, it the defense?
0: Like, is that the problem for the Packers?
1: Four interceptions. I don't have an... I mean, you got four picks. They threw the ball to you four times. It could have been six. The officials were giving you a hand in that game, too. Like, let's call it what it was. There was some bad calls. Oh,
0: you won off that pass interference call. Yeah. Or that I non-pass mean, interference call. Right.
1: Like... Why are you only beating the Browns by two in Lambeau? With in supporters. Lambeau on a Saturday night. like, Do we really think the Browns really wanted to be there that night on Christmas Day? Or Christmas the it, Browns was it Christmas are Eve or Christmas Day? Christmas, Eve,
0: Christmas Day. The Browns are still dealing with COVID. They're still missing players. But you're winning the game by two.
1: Yeah, I, I don't understand that. That was maybe one of the worst wins of the year. It made me feel really bad about the Packers, personally.
0: I texted you right away.
1: Yeah, I think you actually texted me, are the Packers good? Or I don't think the Packers are good. It was one of those two. Um, Russ is done in Seattle, right? Like, it's it's done. It's over. He's a loyal guy, so I'm hoping he doesn't
0: say, like, let's go again. Do what's best for you. Russell Wilson, I know you listen. Best friend of the podcast. He
1: obviously listens.
0: Come on. Come on sometime. Leave. Find better. There are plenty of NFL teams... The Pittsburgh Steelers I nominate right now to go out and get Russell
1: Wilson. You guys are in a big market. He's going to a big market.
0: Oh, I know. He's but going to the are, Giants. There are 22 teams in the league that would take Russell Wilson as their starting
1: quarterback. you probably argue there's more. There's probably like 27. Oh,
0: well, there's 16 playoff teams that probably... The Titans would take Russell Wilson. They're a playoff team. But there are... The Colts probably would take him, too.
1: I think the Patriots would take him. As much as I love Mac, I, if you are telling me I could have Russell Wilson, yeah, I'd take Russell Wilson. And what am I stupid? But you're you're in a system with Pete Carroll, who
0: I'm finally on it. Pete Carroll needs to be fired. That's another one on my list of gone after this. He's year. just
1: extended to like 25. It's just not going to no, happen. No, I know, but he's, the problem he's is in the
0: Cliff Kingsbury kind of boat with me.
1: The problem is, uh, Paul Allen passed away, and his wife is now in charge of the team, and she's also in charge of the Blazers right now, and she's kind of doing this thing where she just wants the teams to be somewhat competitive but not really go all in and they're not willing to do anything drastic because she's not willing to cut checks for that and i think you're gonna see seattle really take a hit because of it like they're just gonna be stuck in this middle of the road bottom tier thing and it's bad is the answer a running back no rashad penny has been great. no the the answer is you need to just start over clean it's house. Just, hey, you need a clean house yeah I mean they've royally screwed up the Russell Wilson thing and I mean this goes back to throwing the ball on the two-yard line like you can trace it back to that you lost the locker room you lost your defense you argue with Cam Chancellor about how much he should get paid he decides to walk and retire you make Earl Thomas take a pay cut he gets hurt you lose him Richard Sherman ends up walking away Marshawn Lynch is gone. You don't fix the offensive line. You trade Max Unger for Jimmy Graham because you figured you could just, you know, oh, we'll just score more points. Doug Baldwin, gone. Uh, Golden Tate, gone. You just lose guys and you don't replace them and you don't draft well. Like, you're basically down to Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson and that's it. And you've drafted DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. You haven't done anything. You trade for Jamal Adams, which at the time looked like a great trade, and you're not even sure how to play Jamal Adams. Like, I can tell you right now, they're not playing Jamal Adams the right way, and you're not going to have a first-round pick this year because of it. And that's just such a... Like, that trade, they're going to have to make a... They're going to have to trade Jamal Adams and take a loss on a Jamal Adams trade to recover from that trade. Like That's where they're at right now. Or they're going to have to trade Russell Wilson because they don't have any picks, and they're going to have to trade Russell Wilson to get picks.
0: So you're just trading away you're your only asset right. to make way for a trade or make up for a trade y- that yes, your you're having made. To- you're making your team worse because of a bad trade that you made to get a safety who can't catch the ball. He is a middle linebacker playing the safety role. He's
1: Rodney Harrison. He's Rodney Harrison. That's what he is. Yeah. You have to use him He's like that. Rodney He's
0: Harrison if Rodney Harrison was Couldn't small Adams. Yeah, right.
1: like, like it's It's really bad. Like, they're going to have to trade Russell Wilson to repair a fuck up that they fucked up. And they could show. We didn't show that that, at all. We've kept the F bombs to a minimum. Like, yeah, I I just. Seattle's been such a bad franchise for like three, four years now. And they haven't done enough. Like, oh, congratulations. You drafted DK Metcalf. Okay. And, you know, like, and what Mm. else did you do? Like, you didn't address anything else. Yes. Your offensive line is bad. You have an injured running back that you just paid. Why did we pay Chris Carson? Is Chris Carson that much better than anybody else on the roster that you had to pay him? Really?
0: Well, I looks better than Chris Carson right, did.
1: and we're not even sure if Chris Carson's going to play football again. like you know yeah, you I don't know. know it's such a bad situation to be in that it's just I feel bad for Russ, and if I was him, I would be out the door already. I would I wouldn't have come back from the injury.
0: no i I, I think I 100 percent agree. Um, I think that's it. There's no other really ga- big games we talk about. I'm the Cowboys blowing out the football team doesn't need to be talked I don't about. Need to sit we here can and talk, talk about, about how we've been talking through the uh, Dolphins Saints game. The Saints had t- negative two total yards of offense in the first quarter.
1: Wow, that's pretty epic. Yeah. Um, let's not talk about it. No, let's so get to the Pro
0: Bowl. And the rosters came out on Wednesday.
1: So you had a little bit more of a problem with this than I did. I have some I, issues. I mean, I've noticed in general that I care
0: more about the Pro Bowl than you do. I, I care more about Pro Bowl. NBA All-Star
1: teams more than you do in general. They're just, they're so irrelevant that, and because it's fan voting, I don't trust fan voting at all. Fans are dumb. Yes. Like fans are dumb. That's the problem.
0: So I'll, I'm going to just give you the list of names that I have a problem with, and if you then have any more, add on to it. Yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah, I have a problem with that.
0: We have two quarterbacks in the AFC right now that are both almost guaranteed to make the playoffs. The Bengals are one win away, and the Bills.
1: No, no, the Bills are going to lock up the division.
0: Um, Josh Allen and Joe Burrow both deserve that spot over Lamar Jackson. I would have been fine with either one. I'm not going to make the decision right now which one deserves it more. After Joe Burrow's 500 and however many yards.
1: 525 and what, four touchdowns?
0: Yes. Last night against, yesterday against the Ravens, he's my pick over Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson is hurt, so who knows if he's even going to play.
1: Can I ask a question? Why does Pro Bowl voting not end on the last day of the season? Why are we announcing the Pro Bowl with three weeks left of the season? That makes zero sense. Yes. Um, like, the things can still happen.
0: Yeah. Another – this isn't as much of a problem as, like, you'd think it is.
1: Austin Eckler, I think, deserves got it. S- got snubbed. I'm, listen, Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb had good years. Nick Chubb missed time. Joe Mixon – Probably Joe Mixon deserves it. Yeah, he deserved it. Nick Chubb does Aust- not. Austin Eckler should have been in over Nick Chubb. You I'm know sorry.
0: who also could have that spot? Derrick Henry. The guy that's going to come back to play in the playoffs after brutally messing up his foot. The greatest yeah. running back in, in the league right now. I'd write that down because I have never said that before today because I still think it's Christian McCaffrey. But Austin Eckler deserves it over Nick Chubb. Derrick Henry deserves it over both of them. But I understand why. Let's go to the NFC running backs as Wait, well. Can
1: we just mention that Hunter Renfro should have been in over Keenan? Oh, uh, I was
0: going to go running back, running back.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry. My bad. So I dropped NFC- the gun there. I got really excited to talk about Hunter Renfro.
0: NFC running backs: um, <coughs> Alvin Kamara. Who else do we have in there? Sorry. I don't have that list up right now. James Conner.
1: And um, it is Dalvin Cook. Yes, obviously. Um, Leonard Fournette. No.
0: Cordero Patterson.
1: I know where you're going with the Patterson thing. Um over
0: James Connor? He was
1: really boomer bust. Not Connor, Leonard Fournette. Connor was really consistent all year. He scored a lot of touchdowns. Um, they had a lot of games where they didn't have anybody on offense. They had to just give Connor the ball and he carried them.
0: Is Leonard Fournette not more no. important to his team than James no. Connor is it, to the Cardinals? You
1: could run a lot of guys on that Bucks team and he would be just as successful. All right. I I I can get you the argument of the Patterson thing, but he had some really low points in the season. Like, he had, like, four yards a couple of weeks ago. You can't. You just can't be a pro bowler with, like, a four-yard gain. That's not ha- possible. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to wide receivers. I only have a problem on,
0: on the AFC side, really. Keenan Allen does not deserve it. I no, don't he think.
1: had a pretty mediocre season. Um, uh, you can argue that he's not even the best wide receiver on his team. Yeah. Like, Mike Williams had better games than him.
0: How about the guy in Las Vegas who is having a almost record-setting season for his franchise. And it's going to be close. He might break it. I think he's 14 catches yeah. away from breaking it with two games left in the season. It's going to be close. Hunter Renfro deserves that spot over Keenan Allen. There's an argument to make that Stefan Diggs does not deserve a spot in the Pro Bowl because he has been very, very mediocre. He's been better than Hunter Renfro. But I, there's a, there's there is an argument to be made that that Stefan Diggs doesn't deserve it now the one that drives me the most nuts I think is I think it's the fact that AJ Terrell the cornerback for the or for the Falcons is not in the Pro Bowl he's a better cornerback than any of the NFC cornerbacks right now yes Trayvon Diggs is an NFC cornerback I don't even want to get into it AJ Terrell deserves that spot, and I think it's only because he's a Falcon that he's not in there, and that's as much as I'm going to say. He has the least amount of defensive Whatever. I don't want to get into it. I've talked about Trayvon Diggs enough. He deserves a spot over Darius Slay, and I love Darius Slay. So is there anybody else that you think deserves to be
1: in there? I don't know who to put in, but Kyle Pitts is not a Pro Bowler. You can't have one touchdown and make the Pro Bowl. Yeah. As a tight end. I'm sorry. How about
0: the uh, potential offensive rookie of the year in Creed Humphrey?
1: I'm not giving it to a center. I'm not.
0: I, I I'm not, It's not happening. I'm not mad about it, but, it, it, like, does he deserve Jones. it over? No, I'm saying the Pro Bowl spot. Over, oh. like, Corey Lindsley or Ryan Kelly. I mean, I'm not mad about it, but.
1: He's had a good year. I can't deny that he's had a good year. I, I think I'm okay with that, is with him being a Pro Bowler. Okay. i got no issues there.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I, I don't really have anything else.
1: People have been calling him, like, the best center in football, and I'm like, okay, hang on a minute. I don't think he's the best center in football. That's a little absurd, but it's a little early for that kind of talk. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? Yeah, Nick Folk. I get Justin <laughs> Tucker. Listen, I said it last week. Justin Tucker is the most automatic human being in history. Nick Folk had a better year than him. Homer. The Patriots asked Nick Folk to do a lot and make a lot of kicks, and he made a lot of big kicks. I know he missed a couple. Nick Folk had a better year than Justin Tucker. Homer. No, Nick Folk should have been a pro bowler. I'm sorry. Like, Justin Tucker shouldn't just get to be the pro bowl kicker every year.
0: I agree. I don't think he should
1: just get it. Right. Like, But he's the best kicker in the league. He is the best kicker in the league, but sometimes the best player in the league doesn't make the pro bowl. Like, it I just, understand. That just happens. I, I'm i sorry. It should have been Nick Folk for the AFC kicker. I'm I'm very convinced that even though I have said Justin Tucker should be the MVP of the league. I'm kind of kind of going back and forth on that, but what, regardless, I think Nick folks should have been the Pro Bowl kicker. Patriots right. fans did not vote for their guy. What the hell? That is fair. Um, Is it time? It's time. Bring us in. All right. The
0: best sports segment in podcast history. The number one by far. Nothing comes close. The Flaming Five wins of the week. Intro. Just kidding. Shit, there's no intro. There's no button. Um. Update on last week. I had uh, I went four for four and two. I had the I picked the Bucks. You went four and two. Oh no, I, I'm I'm three and two right now. This game come comes down to it. It's looking like the Dolphins are gonna win, so it doesn't really matter. Um, I went three and three and two yesterday. I chose the Bucks, the Chiefs, and the Jets. Garrett chose the Colts, Bucks, and Bills. Or no, Packers. I chose the Patriots. So yeah. Updated score after this week without this game tonight is forty-five to forty. So Garrett wins it. He's four up. If I win it, I'm six up, which would almost lock it up because I can just pick easy games to kind of end the season. Even though I'm not for this week, my weeks for, my picks for this week. I have the Steelers over the Browns twenty-four to seventeen. I have the Bills over the Falcons thirty-five to twenty-one. I have the Colts over the Raiders twenty-four to twenty. I have the Patriots over the Jags twenty-seven to nine, and I have the Cardinals over the Cowboys thirty-five to thirty-four.
1: Okay, I have the Titans over the Dolphins 24 to 14. I'm going to go Rams over the Ravens 35-24. Chargers over the Broncos 42 to 21. Chiefs over the Bengals 42-35 and 49ers over the Texans. Oh wait, I can't No, I didn't pick the 49ers last week. 49ers over the Texans 31 to 20. I thought I I keep thinking I picked the 49ers over the Titans and I specifically remember myself telling myself stay away from the Thursday games like just stop trying to pick them. Yeah. And I'm glad I didn't because I would have picked the 49ers and they royally blew it. Um, also, I have a point .4 point lead in fantasy right now. And if Alvin Kamara gets five yards, I lose. I really hate Deontay Johnson. <laughs> I'm going to lose by like five points and I really hate Deontay Johnson. I'd just like to say that. Yeah.
0: I think this is one of our better podcasts.
1: Yeah, good podcast. Uh, so you're going to have that posted on Facebook. Yes, I will. Um, and you want to bring us out here? sure
0: um guys as always follow us on twitter highly disputed that's highly disputed without the e i will have a new twitter soon i promise i will get that in the bio of the podcast twitter up until now follow garrett i don't know if he posts a lot i i do some tweeting
1: i I actually got into a twitter argument over spider-man no way home with a boston radio guy a couple weeks ago and dan orlovsky quote tweeted me so my twitter's pretty active
0: so Mine hasn't been. I don't know when the last time I posted was. You will see me with a new Twitter soon, which sucks. I don't even know how many followers I had. I think I had like six. I think I have four. But still, like, I'll take whatever I can get. Um, Send us emails. Highlandisputed247. That's at gmail.com. It's Highlandisputed with an E that time. Questions, comments, concerns, whatever you guys just... We haven't told you guys about ourselves. You guys don't want to know, which is fine. I wouldn't want to know about me either. That's fine. Guys... As always, we love doing this. Had fun today. We're going to have more of these ideas with the NFL offseason coming up. Look for our award predictions after week 18. We'll see you guys next week.